With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Captain's Run. And don't forget, this Friday, bloke, myself, Guru, Timmy, and Matty will be at the Riverina Hotel in Wagga Wagga. So make sure to get down. We've got a live show at 6 p.m. Come say hi. Introduce yourself. We'd love to meet the community. On top of that, we have a collaboration merch drop on Monday at 6 p.m. with Ringers Western. So this Monday coming, 6 p.m., limited supply. We've got truckers hats. We've got work shirts. We've never done these before. That's Monday, 6 p.m. On top of all that... In every single celebrations in New South Wales and Queensland, Bloke Lager is now on special. You can get it for as low as $53. But, Smithy, we've got some text there, mate. Mate, we've got plenty, um, and I'll ask you a couple of these ones. G'day, Smithy and the Beak. What are your thoughts on the Titans naming Kieran Foran, even though it's obvious he'll miss the next few games with injury? I think I think the coach has come out and said, no, he won't be playing. Mm. I think that's we've, we've got that now. Um, Jaden Campbell has been named. To play in the halves, what are your thoughts on that? Wow, that's really interesting. It, it's interesting, first of all, that he was named. Is it to take pressure off Campbell, the mm. hype? But then we found out anyway a day later. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, really interesting because the question with with Campbell was: we all know what in attack he's he's sweet, he's yep. good to go. We yep. all know that one of the best attacking players, in my opinion, uh, with ball in hand, super electric. The question was: is that is he only a fullback due to his size in defense? I think we're going to find out. What is he like defensively in the front line? And if he is, let's say let's say he's good in defense in the front line. Let's yep. say that happens. All of a sudden, that contract goes up yeah. a couple hundred grand. Yes. Because he's no longer just a fullback. He could be a six at a club. Yep. So that's what, what, what are your thoughts on it? Utility value. Mm. Utility value. It's, um, you know, you look at someone like a Brandon Smith who can play multiple positions. Yeah. It, it just, you know... Clubs are always looking for these types of players mm. who can who can fill different roles. Sure, you know the the the, the big money goes to the guys playing in those you know key positions like a, a one or a seven, nine and six who are you know the the top echelon of the playing group. Mm. Um, but when you have utility value, when you can play as a one or a centre or or a half, even fill in as a nine or a fourteen. There's so many it, – it opens up so many opportunities to play to play anywhere, to play at, at various clubs and, and your value skyrockets. i I got a bit of a, a theory considering, and Smithy, you can shoot this down because it's probably <laughs> stupid, but I'm going to say it anyway. I honestly yeah. reckon with the way the game has changed in regards to HIAs, the speed of it, yep. the amount of people that are getting taken off, yes, like it's, it's surely the numbers are way more than they used to be. Yep. It's almost like a starting 14 now rather than a starting 13 because – Oh, absolutely. Like the 14, the 14 is – I know he doesn't run on the field um, to start the game, but, but he's pretty much – as important as any other player wearing one to thirteen mm. on their backs. Yeah, it's... absolutely. Like the 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 fourteen, the guy that you bring off as that off the bench as a utility. Mm. And mate, you could you could say the other players on the bench too. Mm. You, you you look at all the you look at all the teams that have won competitions over the last you know five or six years. Their bench, their bench is almost as good as their starting players. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Like, like you, you look at it this way. 
the the bench players for those for those premiership sides, if you if you sent them to any other club, they'd be starting players. Look at your Melbourne Storm 2020. Yep. They were all marquee signings at other clubs. Yep. Matter of fact, I'd go as far to say as that the only difference, like, you know, when we were coming through in the little man I played, it was almost like you've got your best starting 13 and then the guys on the bench, they're good, but yes. they're not as good as the starting 13. Yep. I'd make the argument today, it's not actually about who's better. It's about who suits what role better. That's right. So you've got your battler that may start that gets to the grindy work mm. and that there you've got a guy on the bench who is a different product. He's really explosive. Yep. And so that's why he's on the bench. Not because he's not as good. He just has he's better at explosive. Well, perfect perfect example is Harry Grant. Mm. Yeah. Played, played a, a handful of games off the bench mm. um, for the Melbourne Storm last year and, and the entire Origin Series for Queensland. Yeah. Ben Hunt started, mm. Harry Grant off the bench. Now... That's not saying Ben Hunt's a, a better nine mm. than Harry Grant. Yeah, it's just point. saying that it's suited to that role. Mm. Um, you know, so the guy that you you take off the field and and is replaced with the guy off the bench is just as good. Mm. Now, look, I know all the listeners wanted me to skim past this, but that's not going to happen. Not today. <laughs> not on my watch. <laughs> Brizzy Broncos with a famous round one win over the Penrith Panthers. Yes. What'd you make of this game, mate? Oh, look, I, I was really impressed with the Broncos. It's um. It's no mean feat going down to uh, Penrith and, and getting a win. Although they've they've lost, well, they lost the World Club Challenge. I know mm. they were missing a couple of their big name players, mm. and they lost a couple last year. So it, it's been a fortress for them. Mm. The last three seasons, they've lost what five games? Yeah, like nothing. Yeah. Very few games mm. um, over the last you know few seasons in particular. Uh, but the thing that impressed me most was was their defence. Oh, massive! You know, to to to. To be put under the pressure that they were put under at, at stages through that game and to be able to turn the Panthers away mm. um, was just fantastic. It's what we've seen from them early last year, though. Now, I, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't want to get you offside here, Kempi, but we did see similar things <laughs> yeah, last year. And I, and I remember vividly talking about the Broncos and their early season form. And the thing that impressed me most about them was their defense, mm. particularly their goal line defense. Mm. They seemed to have found this new sort of resilience or energy when they're defending their line and they're able to turn teams away. So it's a part of their game that they were good at last year, mm-hmm. early in the season as well. Mm-hmm. But but you can't take anything away from them. Going down to Penrith and 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 winning the way they did was, was super impressive. Um, you know, a lot of people last year were saying, look, that's they've underachieved, mm. not not making the finals. And absolutely they underachieved. Like they were, they were top four with six rounds to go. Yeah. So they should have been there. They weren't. I'm sure they would have had some you know, some fairly honest conversations over over this preseason about expectations around their performances. And no better way to start than knocking off the reigning premiers at home. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I agree with you. You know, they did fall off a cliff at the end of last year. I will say there's a positive in the fact that there were a bit of whispers or rumours that and I mean they're probably pretty founded because we saw what they, you know, young players said in the in public. But the good thing for the Broncos is is that they fell off a cliff and if there was unrest within the playing group and they weren't back together and everything yep. moving forward, then they wouldn't have come out and played the way they did round one. They would have came out and got absolutely, you know, torched yep now the positive is is that hopefully the playing group is back together on on the same page Mm -hmm. now it's about as a young playing group that's great and all but it's a long season these standards that you've set that you've set them so you have to keep them yeah back it up yeah i was talking you know i mentioned earlier 
the same sort of um, topic with with the Dolphins. Mm. Like you can any any team in the in this competition can come out and be a flash in the pan and and win a one off game, mm. right? But but if you want to be taken seriously in the NRL when you're playing it at the elite level, back up those good performances with another one. Mm. That's the challenge that they should be setting each other now. Mm. And I'm sure guys like you know Patrick Carrigan and Payne Haas and and you know Kevy Walters of course being the coach, but you know those senior players in the competition uh, in in their team, Adam Reynolds, they'll be challenging those younger players to say, hey boys. But great win. Let's enjoy the victory. But, hey, when we return to training mm. for our round two match, which is against the Cowboys, which is going to be a, a, a huge game Friday night at Suncorp, hey, boys, let's back it up. Mm. Let's not just be, you know, one-off one offers and, mm. and, and come out and get up for a game that it's not hard to get up for. Yeah. You're playing the Rain of Premiers, know, so yeah. every team is going to be up for them. Yep. Um, you know, it's another huge test for us. We're playing the Cowboys. They mm. were they were prelim finalists last year, mm. and you know could have easily been in the grand final. Yep. Um, we need to back it up with another strong performance. And when you really watch that game, the Broncos have plenty of improvement left in them. Yeah, costly errors at the end of the game. Yep. You know, drop ball after drop ball. They had that oh. game in, you know what I mean? <laughs> Corey Oates, Sol and Cobbo. <laughs> Holy heck. Corey Oates, big Gary. Oh, wow. Uh, he was having he was having an outstanding game and then he's <laughs> just went Barry Crocker. Last 20. <laughs> he forgot how to catch the football. Oh, no. <laughs> the great Oatsy. And I'm like, oh, no, mate. Don't ruin this good performance. Oh, Look, he was fantastic. He was fantastic. Some of the carries he does are oh. the bravest carries you oh, can do. Oh, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. And so that's that's the positive. It, it sounds like critical of the Broncos, but it's actually a positive because they can go another gear. Yeah. It wasn't like they came and played the best game in the world and beat the Premiers. They played yep. really good in defense. Reese Walsh back oh, as well to yes. full back. So um, be keen to see how he slots in at, at, at the back. Mm. Uh, Cobo, Cobo was pretty good. He he had some he had some solid involvements. Um, it's just the error count that he yeah just errors. That, that was going to say, mate. Yeah. Like he he, you know, he got bundled into touch. I think once, twice. maybe uh, sorry, twice. Yep. Um, you know, and had a couple of drop balls. The one at the end. Oh, <laughs> mate, my head nearly exploded. <laughs> oh, mate, I was sitting. I was actually sitting there thinking, mate, what is Kempy doing right now? <laughs> what is Kempy? What is Kempy doing in his lounge room right now? Because I like. My heart was in my mouth. I tell you what, you know what I was doing? I was in a motel in Armadale, <laughs> screaming at the TV. It's some things I can't say. The locals were thinking, mate, who's this madman that's come oh, to our town? Mate, driven up here to watch the Broncos. Broncos. Yeah, what? what's going on? <laughs> uh, mate, but uh, the good thing about Selwyn is, is that you know he's just going to brush it off that's and, right. and keep, keep going forward. Yep. He's so talented. Oh, he's, he's just like, for, for how young he is, he's physicality. Yep. It's so yeah, impressive. That, that, that's the that's a th- the pleasing part of his game is that for a young man, and I, and I know he's not he's not the smallest bloke in the round, so he's got a bit of size behind him. But but still, like for a, for a young fella to get out there and just you know just go go about it the way he does mm. with particularly you know the physicality and, and the way he plays is that's that's a good sign for him. Mm. He's just got to try and you know minimise those errors and um, he'll 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 grow as a player in time. Now we're going to head to a break. After the break, uh, send your texts in because uh, we're basically we've got a bunch of texts to get through, but we want more. You can also call in 1300 01 1170 after the break. We're going to preview the round. We're going to talk about the biggest match of the round, and we're also going to give you what we consider our sure thing. See you on the other side.